The monster that was created by a man they called mad. The thing that lives inside where no one can hear it, see it, or feel it. The quiet little motel that has become known as the scene of a crime. The boy with evil living behind his eyes and the daughter possessed by the devil himself. These are the stories you've heard about, talked about. This is the Spooky Bros Horror Show. Welcome back to another episode of Spooky Bros Horror Show. As always, I'm your host, Joe. I'm Lily. And I'm Mikey. <laughs> Today's a special episode with our special guest, Special Lily. Lily, it, you, just Lily is fine. Lily Capitan, Lily Capitan. Don't get <laughs> No. <laughs> you can send us money or gifts. Yeah, just Lily's fine. Just Lily. So to, or a Lily MSW would be fine. No, Lily's fine. We'll stick with Lily. So today, while we have a guest... As we mentioned on the last episode, it's spooky sports. Oh no, it's spooky story time. <laughs> spooky sports, everyone. You heard it here. Spooky story time. Um, I don't really have any personally. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty much. This is a, this is a you and a Lily MSW episode. Um, I'm gonna you know just hang back. Uh, I I don't know. How do you want to start this? You just you just want to. Who wants to go first with their spooky story? Oh, I don't know. How many uh, do you guys ha- do? You guys have a whole bunch prepared? Um, no. I have like one continuous, and then I can add in some other. Let me actually. I'm gonna go first. Okay, I'm gonna go, go first because I don't have anything to bring to the table. All right. Except for a shared spooky story that mm. I don't really believe in, but. So it was what? How many Halloweens ago? Like two or three? Nine. It was when we went to, like, the last Halloween party when we went to at Jacqueline's. Oh. Um, we were watching Hereditary before, and Lily was dog sitting. And of course, Hereditary is a spooky movie. And after, like, it was what? Right after we finished watching it? No, I had fallen asleep. Okay. So it was like a, a little while after we, we finished Hereditary. And we were staying at this place where she was watching a dog, and all the, the in the entire house, the fire alarms started going off. The smoke detectors, rather, started going off, like through the entirety of the house. And the dog started freaking out, of course. And you know, Lily makes me get up and go and look in the entire house of this house I've never been in before, and I have no idea where I'm going. I. Wanted to call the fire department. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You were going to call the cops. She said, yeah, like, we should call the cops. You call 911 when there's a fire. There was no fire. There was no fire. Not convinced <laughs> that there was even a, a ghost, but it was good timing, though. Because it was, like, right around Halloween. We just watched Hereditary. Um, and then, like, supposedly spooky stuff. I'm not convinced 100%, but, you know. It could have been a ghost And another fire. big part is that. After all the fire alarms went off, only one came back, and it was in the room that we were watching the movie. That's weird. So that that's my boring story, um, and I got that one out of the way. That's the closest the, the closest I've ever had to, I feel like, ghosty, you know, paranormal, unexplained kind of thing. 
Um, so now that my boring story is out of the way. Um, I think I'll follow that with another boring story. Welcome to the boring story, spooky story, sports episode. Okay, very um, similar story. My parents were on a like a vacation to Hawaii to visit my sister. And I was house-sitting for them. And you guys know Moffitt. He came over. We watched a spooky movie. We just uh, had a couple beers and chilled. Um, literally like five minutes left of the scary movie, we both heard something fall in my old room, um, which is very, it'll be more creepy once I tell you one of my other stories. Um, but yeah, we heard something fall in my old room. I went up to check and my mom had turned that into a craft room at this point because I'd moved out already. And there was just like one of her crafts was just in the middle of the floor like not near any like shelf it could have been on or anything it was just in the dead center of the floor Mm -hmm. um yeah so that was pretty creepy and i was trying to figure out how that could happen and neither of us had like any idea and then we go downstairs we watch the remaining five minutes of the movie and then Moffat's like all right i'm going home see you later dude i'm like wow all right cool Moffat. um if I die, I blame you, but you know. You get like sewn to death by the craft ghost. Yeah, I literally, uh, I stayed up until like four in the morning uh, that that day because I did not want to go to sleep uh, during the 3 a.m. hour. Oh, yeah. You have to be awake. Yeah. It was was the craft that was in the center room a macrame Ouija board? Oh, um, no, but now it is, yes. That explains it. You and, just don't mess with Ouija board. And there was a crocheted ghost with Joe's face. Speaking of ghosts that are in dolls, we just finally watched Annabelle Creation. That's not what this episode's about, but um, we finally got around to doing it. Yeah. Um, and it was great. It was it was fine. I really like Annabelle Creation. Actually, we didn't finish it. Oh, we watched like. T- 30 minutes of it. Because <laughs> somebody goes to bed at 8 a.m. Oh, my gosh. A p.m. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. We're going to have to cut this out. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. It's like a little teaser to the audience. We're watching this, but we haven't finished it yet. I'm going to share my big spooky story. You're going to start off with huge? Yeah, because we need to liven it up. I don't want to save anything. I want to just go hard. So... It was like a few weeks before we were moving to Denver. So I had like nothing going on. And so I was at my mom's house and I was swimming and I was alone. And my sister Ellen was supposed to be coming over and she was gonna get off work early. We were gonna hang out. So it's like 12 o'clock. I hear her inside talking on the phone and it's like, oh, okay, like Ellen's home. Like I waited a few minutes and I was going to see if she was going to come outside and she didn't. So I walk outside and I don't see her anywhere. So I'm like, this is weird. Like, what was that? And then I check her location and she's still in Chicago. So I call her and I was like, this is so weird. This is so creepy. And she was like, yeah, that's really weird. So I went inside and I grabbed a crucifix, of course, and I put it on and I went back outside and then I heard other voices like I heard the voice of my uncle who was staying with us and I'm like okay this is really weird like I don't know what's going on so I'm on the phone with my other sister and I'm like hey I think that like there's a demon here and as soon as I said that my glasses broke in half oh my god so that's my scary story that was weird they broke off my face like they were new glasses they I had gotten them like two weeks ago 
and they just broke. The lenses, they cracked right in half. That's terrifying. Oh. And like a little backstory on the demon. My sister like had this demon who followed her around. And one of the really like scary things that happened is when we moved into our new house, there was a fire in my sister's room for like pretty much no apparent reason. We had left a bag of wallpaper and I guess that that can technically be, you know, flammable. But my mom was going past her house and, like, literally saw the smoke. And then it left a huge hole in my sister's floor. Oh, my God. That's actually terrifying. Yeah, it was very gross. So, okay. Just out of curiosity, when the, when this happened and you, you went uh, straight to, I think there's a, there's a demon here. You didn't think it could have been any other sort of presence? Did you get any sort of feeling? Like, what made you instantly go to that? I think the reason I thought that was because when I brought up the demon is when my glasses broke. Uh, okay. Oh my god. And it wasn't good vibes because like it felt like, like at first I just thought it was my sister, you know. So I was like, oh okay, like it's not a big deal. But then like I don't know to imitate someone else's voice, like that's some creepy shit. Like yeah. that's a bad boy ghost. Yeah. And I've definitely watched enough scary movies and heard a lot of stories of that kind of stuff happening. You're being haunted by Mary Shaw. Wow. For sure. Lily Ashen, that's actually very terrifying. Um, and, like, people had been at my mom's house and, like, heard footprints or, like, footsteps, like, upstairs when nobody was up there and, like, have heard other people's voices that weren't over. Like, it's happened a lot at that house. It's just, there's definitely a presence there. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to I'm going to follow that up with one that's uh, a little less spooky um just to just to bring us back down before we get back up again. Um okay, so you guys know how like when you get sick you have fever dreams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this one time I was like extremely sick growing up. I don't know what it was. Uh but this was back when my whole family still lived at my house plus um I call her my adopted sister Courtney she lived with us as well and there was this one time I was super sick I spent the entire day sleeping in my room and I kind of had a oh shoot like like sleep paralysis where I was I like woke up but I was just in my bed and I looked in the middle of the room like right where that craft fell and there was just um, a little boy with his back turned to me. Ugh. Question. Yes. Is Was this before or after the craft fell? Before. Oh, okay. I was going to say, why would you stay in that room? Yeah, no. Uh, this was still when I lived with my parents, and when the craft fell was after I moved out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. What did he look like? Oh, uh, I couldn't really tell that much. I It was just because it was like dark. So he he wasn't wearing any sort of like light clothing or anything, and I just remember seeing like the back of a little kid's head and, and like why are you in my room? Like I was freaking out and I couldn't move, and so I instantly like start trying to like call for help, like yell, uh, because I knew my family was here, and I I couldn't yell either. Um, and then I was like freaking out so hard that I actually ended up waking myself up and I looked in the middle of the room and the little kid was gone. And so I'm like, oh, thank God. And then all of a sudden he was back again and I had fell- fallen back asleep. A nightmare. Yeah. So this happened like a good two or three times where I kept waking myself up and falling back to sleep and he would be there again. And I accidentally woke myself up because I accidentally punched my wall. And 
at that point, I'm like, all right, I am going to go, you know, down to the living room with my family because I was terrified. Um, and I had never, I never told anybody about that for, it was probably like a month after it happened. One of my cousins was staying the night. Um, and me and my, this cousin, her name was Sammy. We, um, we used to talk horror all the time, just random scary stories, like what ifs, that kind of stuff. So obviously I told her about like the little boy in my room and I told her and her eyes just got really wide. And yeah, I'm like, what's up? And she's like, did you tell Courtney about that? And I'm like, no, why? And she's like, just tell Courtney. So the next day I told Courtney and she freaked out and I'm like, what, what's going on? She's like, um, you know, one time I, or one night I was walking past your room cause I had to go to the bathroom and I looked in and I saw a little boy in there looking back at me. Oh my God. <laughs> I have chills. I want to throw up. Yeah. So, oh. so that was, um, a very terrifying thing. And I'm like, so you saw a little boy in my room and you just let me sleep. Right. Like help me, please. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is that it was Moffat again. <laughs> um, you know, people think that a lot of uh, Hebron was built on some old, like, graves and whatnot. And I, I do think that there was something in my house, but I don't think it was anything bad. Speaking of um, sleep paralysis, I think it was, like, what, like a month ago, Lily woke up. Like, because Lily sleepwalks all the time, and she does, like, real ghost shit all the time. But one time she woke up, it had to be, like, a month ago, and she was like freaking out and screaming about like the like this lady hanging from the ceiling directly above our bed oh my gosh yeah so i thought i was awake maybe i was maybe she was a ghost i don't know and there was this disgusting woman who was like on the fan and her hands were like backwards touching the ceiling and so were her feet like a spider like disgusting and she was just staring at me like she had like a white dress on she had this like long blonde hair and her eyes were like really really dark and she was just like looking at me and she couldn't say anything like her mouth was open and nothing was coming out and so I wake up and I see this and so I'm screaming obviously because there's a woman on my ceiling and it took a minute like for me to like wake up for for her to go away it was really scary really gross that's terrifying. The worst part is she like has dreams like this all the time, but she never tries to save me. She's literally run out with like our dog <laughs> and our cat to save them, but has always left me behind. I mean, priorities. no, I say let's go, and he doesn't come. Oh, so I have to grab Woody and Mr. Cat and get out. <laughs> you you randomly get up like three in the morning, screaming about something, and just you have the time to get the cat and the dog. But never enough time to like even like wake me up. I'm I wake up to the tail end of her like running out of the room with all the pets. She's out of there. Well, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong here, but like um, I think when we first met Lily, um, when Joe was bringing you around, you didn't like horror movies or anything, so you haven't really seen much. Yeah, I. So, because I was always so scared of horror movies, like, because I would have these nightmares afterwards, I didn't watch them for so long, and I only really started watching them, like, probably this year and, like, last year, maybe, because I would just have these terrible nightmares. Right, you've gone, like, full, like, 180, because 
we almost watch nothing but horror movies now. Like, it's either horror movies or Bob's. I feel like, too, though, I used to live in a haunted house. So it made it scarier. And now it's not as scary. Yeah. And I have Woody to protect me, so. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I have a ghost story. Ooh, uh, go, it's go, go. Not, not really a ghost story. Um... But in our, when we first moved to Denver, the we moved into this tiny apartment, really nice. And my cat, Mr. Cat, or our cat, uh, collectively the three of us, um, <laughs> Mr. Cat, he this this first apartment that we moved in in Denver, he would like go crazy at like one specific wall or like one like little area in our apartment, and he would like sit there and like stare at the wall for like an hour straight and then he would like start playing with the wall so we're pretty sure there was a ghost cat there friend is this is a good ghost story uh, um jasper the friendly cat ghost oh my gosh. um and mr cat were best friends in that apartment that's adorable i have another creepy sleep paralysis Ooh, go 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 i and it was while i was at my mom's i was there for christmas and i was sleeping and i like woke up or whatever And there was a woman who was, like, floating over me, and she had, like, this dark hair, and again, it was, like, this, like, white dress and these really dark, creepy eyes, and she was just hovering over me in my bed, and I couldn't move because I had sleep paralysis, and so I just had to, like, stare at her, and I couldn't wake up, like, I couldn't get myself to wake up, and so I'm just, like, looking at this woman, and, like, eventually I had to just, like, let myself go back to sleep knowing she was above me like there was nothing i could do except for like close my eyes and know she was still there oh my gosh it was terrible wow you are one brave person um i've seen (laughs) a lot of horror movies luckily the worst like sleep paralysis i had was the little boy thing that i told you about I don't know what I would do if I saw that. Maybe just have a heart attack on the spot. Who knows? And my heart always pounds like a mile a minute. I'm like sweating. I like wake up like in panic. Oh my god! All right, should I bring? Should I break out my uh, my main story here? All right, hit us with the big, the big one. Oh god! The one everybody's been waiting for. Oh god. Okay. Um. So this one, I'll preface by saying, you know, there's plenty of people that probably have experienced way scarier things in their lives. Um, But this one, it it screwed me up for a couple of months. Uh, I was terrified. Uh, You'll probably hear the the fear in my voice as I retell this, because every time I uh, tell this story, I've only told it a handful of times. And every time I do, I get super scared again. Okay. Well, anyway, so this was back in college. Uh, I think it was my freshman year. Um, I was dating uh, the same girl that I dated through high school. I was hanging out in Valpo. My cousin texted me and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just uh, with my girlfriend. What's up? And she said, well, I'm in Valpo. You want to hang out? And I'm like, sure. So I meet up with my cousin Sammy, uh, her friend, and my girlfriend. We're all just like hanging out. Oh, also, I should preface this again by saying my cousin and some of her friends were playing with a Ouija board in my uncle's old house, and she texted me about it and said that they were talking with something, and like it gave a name and stuff and said a, a bunch of things. And my uncle walked in and saw them 
and basically was like making fun of them and uh, talking shit about it. And Sammy told me that it was saying that it didn't like my uncle and that it wanted to be left alone with him. So this kind of started a whole thing where my uncle was saying that there was a little girl following him. Uh, he was actually approached in public by random people saying that he had a negative entity attached to him. Um, and this was just a whole, a whole bunch of things. And so anyway, my uncle and his wife at the time had split up. My uncle went to live with my grandparents and his wife stayed at that house. Um, my cousin, she used to get into a bunch of trouble. So my uncle's wife, her name was Maria. She kicked Sammy out of the house. Um, so Sammy, I'm hanging out with her, my girlfriend and Sammy's friend. She says, hey, can we go to uh, my dad's house? I left some of my stuff there. Um, Maria's there. And I said, all right, no problem. Um, but you guys know I drive a Mustang, so it doesn't have a lot of room for, you know, stuff. packing. Yes, literally anything. <laughs> um, my cousin texted my uncle, who replied with, be careful, Blank is there. He said the name of the spooky thing that I, like, never say because it creeps me out. Yeah, so he basically said that this entity that was following him around was at that house. Um, so I'm like, all right, going into this feeling great. We get to her subdivision, and we see that there is a police car in front of the house. And I was like okay um maria had told sammy that most of her stuff was in the garage and the, to get to the garage i had to go through a back alley to uh basically park in front of the garage so we could pack my car um but we saw the police car sammy's like just go go around the block one more time we'll see what ha she'll text maria so she did um maria didn't respond though by the time we came back around the police car was gone so I pull in the back alley and Sammy is just telling this story about the entity that is attached to my uncle and she said its name and as soon as she said it the radio of my car started playing um yeah I looked I looked at my girlfriend and I said did you do that and she's like no I thought you did and I'm like, all right, well, let's get out of here. We need to just hurry up and get out of here. Well, I I park my car and pop the trunk. I start loading things on there. We realize that Sammy has more stuff than we uh, thought she did. Um, so my girlfriend Michelle and Sammy's friend had to sit in the back of my car, and we had to pack stuff on top of them. So that's what we did. And... As we're doing that, we heard a scream come from the house, and we both look at each other and we're like, oh, that could be Maria. She might be in trouble. So we ran to the house, we walked in, and as soon as I walked in the house, it felt awful in there. Like, it just felt depressing. Like, there was something that didn't want me to be there kind of thing. So I walk in and it's completely empty. There's nothing in this house. Maria had packed up everything and she was just, she was gone. 
Sammy looks at me and she's like, hey, can we just make sure that I don't have any stuff in here and then we can head out? And I said, yeah, sure, let's just hurry up because I'm creeped out. And she's like, okay. So Sammy lived in the attic of this house, of course. Um, So we're walking through room by room, each one. My heart is just pounding because I felt terrified. We walk up the stairs, big ass staircase, of course. Uh, Turn the corner and get to Sammy's room. And there's this big old expensive lamp that my grandpa had had bought her. Um, And she's like, oh, I I really want to take this. Uh, I don't want to leave this year. Uh, she said it was like a 200 and something dollar lamp. And I'm like, all right, all right, grab it and let's go. So she grabs it. We start walking down the stairs. And I'm at this point, I'm just like itching to get out of the house. Well, we get to the front door and Sammy says, oh, should we go through the side door so people don't think like we're robbing the place or anything? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, and she's like, okay, just let me lock it and then we'll go. And as soon as she said that, I heard a female voice in my ear say, don't lock the door. Uh, And I got so fucking terrified. I pushed Sammy out the door. Yeah, I pushed Sammy out the door, locked it, got in my car and drove away. Um, Absolutely 100% terrified me. I didn't see anything. I only heard. But boy, oh boy, did that experience get me it got me bad yeah i don't like that story (laughs) (laughs) still creepy the second time like like especially the very end oh my gosh i every time i say it every time i tell that story i get goosebumps because i remember the very first time it didn't help that as i'm telling the story sarabi's running around my apartment like a maniac (laughs) you are safe (laughs) I, I was fine the entire story and it's the same as the first time I heard it as soon as you got to the don't close the door like I got chills I guess that's where we end it we'll just dead stop right there <laughs> the, I have more I have more stories yeah yeah let's, let's, let's keep going I'm down to do you, try to you get have my more brain stories? off of this yeah okay hit, hit, hit us with a, a less terrifying story and then when we end I have like a sweet story so cleanse the palate well, before we get into your story, a question. Do you guys, not like themed haunted houses, but do you guys ever actually go to like, like quote unquote real haunted houses? I will never go to a haunted house that's real because that spirit will attach itself to me and I will be fucked. I know like back home, like back in Indiana, like we got a, a lot of, uh, you, well, good old Indiana, that's like the clan presence was pretty heavy. So I know like at least... Like the part that I kind of grew up around, there's a lot of like, like KKK houses and stuff, and supposedly like there's all these like you know stories and stuff about how they're haunted. And we used to go there all the time. Never really found anything, but I don't know if like you guys ever actually went to like one of those, like something like that, or like a graveyard or something, and actually had an experience. Yeah, I think I talked about it already on one of our episodes. I went to Gypsy's graveyard in the Hebron Crown Point area. Don't know if you've ever been there, but I mean, there's like no light pollution there. So you go, you take pictures of of things and people, you can see orbs pretty well. Um, But apparently there are people that do like rituals there in the forest behind. And if you go to the back, you can see um, the fence is like pushed down so that you could easily climb over it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went with my family one year um, and we went past the fence into the forest 
and the whole time we were walking in the forest, it sounded like something was circling us. Um, and so that was spooky. Uh, and we, but we just like shrugged it off and kept walking until we eventually saw a tree with a rope hanging from it. And we're like, you know what? We'll just go back now. That's it for us. Yeah. We did like when we went to the, one of the KKK houses, there like in, in the barn, there was still like a noose hanging, but it's got like such a reputation. It's like, is that like the noose or is that just like, oh, other people who've gone there and thrown that up? Right. So it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a place that's like, you know, so notorious. It's kind of hard to believe that a noose is still hanging there 60 years later. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of thing. <laughs> but we did go to, oh, man, I it's going to bother me. I can't remember the name of this house. And it, it's kind of like it's like an hour drive from like Valpo and like Heron and stuff like that that whole area but we went like like two in the morning with a bunch of friends the story of this house is that it's this farmer who like went mad like cut off like all his family's heads threw him on a his fence post and then went into his silo and hung himself and you know it's a pretty cheesy stereotypical story and stuff but you can like drive up and like people would go into the house and you know like there's youtube videos of it and stuff like of people going in or there was and like so we went there like it's like a group of six of us or something like that and we got there and then of course it's like we're in the middle of nowhere there's all of us crammed into this tiny little car and it's middle it's like two or three in the morning none of us were brave enough to actually get out and we're like oh we'll look for ghosts from the car (laughs) okay okay i I won't interrupt anymore with boring stories uh go ahead lily um background on the house so for a while i was living at my grandparents house um after my grandparents had died and it was like with my mom and my sister and me and my sister shared this really like long room and so the house just, like, gave off, like, weird vibes. Like, it didn't while my grandparents were alive, and, like, they weren't the ones haunting it, but, like, something weird was going on there that, like, just didn't feel like you could tell when you walked in. And so, like, one quick story about it. Once um, we had left, and we were gone for probably, like, two or three hours, and we came back, and my dog, who was, like, this tiny beagle, like, old and decrepit, was, like, barking from one of the bedrooms and so we walked to go and like see what's going on like maybe he just like locked himself in or like pushed the door closed or something and so we go to open the door and we can't push it open and so eventually we like we have to like use actual force to push the door open and my mom's bowling ball in like the bag was pushed to the middle of the door and my mom was convinced that my dog moved the bowling ball but it was like in a corner behind like the bed and so it would be very difficult for this tiny 25-pound beagle to move it. Yeah. But it was moved right in front of the door, and, and, like, he was locked in there. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, that's just, like, the backstory. And um, one time I did get, like, a, a phone call while I was home alone, and I answered it, and it was, like, just breathing, you know, like, the very classic horror movie. Yeah. So that was weird. But this story is, like, I'll tell it from my sister's perspective because I sleepwalk like we already talked about. And, like, a few things happened with that, but she's, like, convinced that the demon that followed her would, like, come through me oh while I was God. sleeping. 
But one of the times I was, she like went to bed later than me. I've always been someone who goes to bed at like 9 p.m. sharp. So I'm in bed. I've been asleep for like a few hours. And she opens the door and I'm sitting there like cross-legged, sitting in the middle of my bed. And I looked at her and I said, don't turn on the lights. <laughs> and so she didn't, but she just like freaked out and is very convinced that it was like some sort of demon. And she said that it seemed like I had been waiting there for her for a very long time. Oh my gosh. So that was really creepy. And then the other like story that she always tells is I, the beds were probably like at least 10 feet apart. Like it was a very big room. And so... I was sleeping and I, or I was sleepwalking and I woke up and she says that I got to her bed in a matter of seconds. Like she said that it looked like I flew to her bed and I was right in front of her face and I said, it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And she was like, what? And I just kept repeating it. I was like, something's going to happen. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Like right now it's going to happen. And so she's just like laying there and I'm like pretty much yelling at her about how this terrible thing is going to happen. And she turned on all the lights and nothing happened. But like it just felt like even when I woke up, like it felt like something bad was going to happen. And it was just very creepy things happening in that house. And it was always me being the creep via sleepwalking. Oh my gosh. Ooh, I don't envy you, Joe. So Lily has um, tons of premonitions. They, so far, they haven't come true. I don't know. But you said, like, a plane was going to crash into our apartment or something like that? Oh, no. That was a terrible sleepwalking story. I was at my mom's house. I was convinced that a um, plane was going to crash in and that it was crashing. And I literally jumped off and fell off my bed and, like, got a lot of bruises. <laughs> like, I hurt myself that time around. Oh, she wow. has so many of them, they all blend together. <laughs> she almost... There was one time she was telling me about, like, because her parents' house is two stories, and she was telling me about how she tried to climb out the window of her second-story bedroom. Yeah, I literally tried to... I opened up both windows. So I opened up the first one, and I tried to get out, but there was the um, screen. And then I got to the other one, and I was literally pushing the screen out as my sister walked in and was like, "What are you doing?" And I would have, I would have jumped out the window if it was easier. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Lily makes breaks for it all the time. But um, does anybody have another story? We've got time for one quick story. So I like always have all these dreams about like different people or like pets visiting in me in my dreams. And so I had this really sweet dream, like probably like a few months ago. So a little bit of side story. Um, one of my aunts had died earlier this year. And so that it like kind of came out of nowhere. It was very sad. And I had this dream like a few months after that had happened. And we were like in this big party and my whole family was there. And there was like a patio with a bunch of lighting. And so from like this patio, and it was like kind of blinding light. And so like the door opened and my aunt and my grandma had walked through it and like looked at me and, and also backstory my grandma is also dead and so they like came in together and they looked at us and they were like having fun and then they walked right back out um like into the patio into the lights so that's my little sweet story oh, yeah i like that that's, that's a cute one and it's somewhere nice yeah, that's a cute <laughs> one. wait i also have a kind of cute story well okay you, you guys know how i told you about the the little boy in my room mm-hmm. i think he was actually like sort of a protector um, and he just kind of watched over me when I was growing up. And I think once I got 
old enough he just decided to peace um the reason i think this is because my mom she worked for um she worked for the school she would ride on the the bus to help the special needs kids um and so she was always up really early to get on the bus route and whatnot and this particular morning she did not go to work because she wasn't feeling well so she stayed in bed and i didn't know that i just do what i always do uh when i wake up when i woke up for school i would just uh get up shower leave and i did that and i come home from school that day and um my mom says hey mikey what did you tell me before you left i'm like what do you mean She's like, you came into my room to tell me something before you left. And she's like, I remember you saying bye, but I don't remember what else you said. I'm like, mom, I didn't go into your room. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know you were here. And she's like, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it, it didn't really look like you. That's sweet, but also a little spooky. Right. He, he just came in. He's like, hey, I'm checking in, but I'm going to leave now. So, you know, hmm. bye. <laughs> Nice little boy. Yeah. Well, those are some sweet stories. Sweet story bros. Yeah. <laughs> sweet rebranding. Sweet story bros. Nice. Well, that's it. Those are our spooky stories for this time. We might have a part two. Part two, part two, um, part two. Uh, Mikey, Lily, thank you so much for sharing your stories with yes. me. And thank you, Joe, for sharing my stories with <laughs> everyone <you>. else. <laughs> thank you. I thought it was going to be a longer pause, but I appreciate you acknowledging me. Yeah. Joe, you, we and couldn't have done this without you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and if you guys have any sweet stories, spooky stories, any kind of ghost related, you know, send them, send them our way. Um, that's it. That's it. We're done. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave us a review. Um, please, please, please leave us a review. It helps us so much. Uh, and if you, like I said before, if you want to send us any stories, you want to send us any suggestions, movies, games, whatever you want to listen to, you can send them to sbhorrorshow at gmail.com. That's do it, do it, S do it. as in spooky, B as in bros, horrorshow at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, Lily, did you have anything you wanted to plug or no? No? Mikey, you have anything you want Ooh, to plug? Actually. For Lily? Uh, yes, this is for Lily uh, specifically. I just watched the first of the trilogy that Netflix is going to come out with, uh, Fear Street. Don't we know. We just if you've watched heard. that too. Yeah. Do you like it? Yes. Dude. Okay. So I thought the movie was okay. It was an okay movie, but I absolutely loved it because it was chopped full of classic horror references. <laughs> right. It, it was this very good. It, I mean, it, it felt felt very like classic teen horror. It gave me a lot of scream vibes. Yeah. But also like while well, mixing in this like amalgamation of all these like horror tropes. Dude, I, I absolutely loved it. So, um, they came out with part one. Part two comes out I think tomorrow, and part three oh, no comes kidding. out. I think I thought we were gonna after. have to wait like a year for it or something. No, I think they're doing it every week. Um, no kidding. Yeah, okay. so I'm pretty sure part two comes out tomorrow. But yeah, if you're listening to this, give it a watch. If you like horror, then you'll probably like it because it has a lot of uh, a lot of classic horror vibes. Okay, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Mikey. I'm Lily. You just throw your name in there, like. I didn't introduce you in the beginning. You just started talking. I didn't exit you out. The, See, format, house. the format of this whole show is just gone. Goodbye, Donnie. You've ruined house. it. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. 
I feel like I forgot to say something at the end. <laughs> Can you put that at the end? I feel like I forgot to say something. <laughs> <laughs>